Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Gatecast. This was recorded on kind of a spare of the moment decision. Travelers premiered in Canada this week. I watched the episode because it's a show I'd been waiting for. And then this morning, I thought, why not do a bonus episode of it? It is, after all, Brad Wright creation. He of Stargate SG-1, Atlantis and Universe. It seemed rather fitting. Message Steve, I says, you want to do a podcast with me? He says, uh, okay. And then I messaged Alan, we're doing a podcast. You may join us if you wish. He thought about it, then said, okay. And here we are. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hello. That's a break from the norm with uh, Mike deciding to kick things off. It's a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do things differently on a bonus episode. Yes. Sometimes without me. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> yes. When I mentioned this to you, Steve, you said it was coming to Netflix. Did you have a date for it? I had a look. There was none so far. Just it will be coming to Netflix. It's just like, that's not exactly helpful. I was looking, thinking, you know, perhaps I should not release this episode until after it premiered on Netflix. But uh... They have it in Netflix to add to your list, so it tells you when it's available. But Yeah, it's either going to screen after it finishes its entire run on Showcase or maybe just a month or so delay. Okay, an update. As you probably know, Netflix began airing the series December the 23rd. Many of you listening to this podcast have probably already watched the series. I know we have. You know what ticks me off? Clearly there was some sort of sporting event on this week. I didn't get an episode of Designated Survivor this week. Well, that's Fox for you. That's what what killed Firefly. And that's why they showed the premiere episode of Lucifer, then skipped a week. Right then, folks, we are going to be watching Travellers, the premiere episode. This is not taken from a DVD for the obvious reasons. Mm. The runtime is 45 minutes and 26 seconds. We are looking at a screen of a rather interesting-looking building with a counter set to zero. I've got a bike. There was perhaps your mouse clicking speed is a little faster than mine. No, I paused and then dragged it back. Okay. We're probably only milliseconds apart, so we won't argue the fact. I will do a 3 two, one countdown, we'll all press pause and we'll start the episode playing. The format is exactly the same as his usual gatecast, and hopefully nobody will be making annoying noises when we start. <laughs> oh, that was snide, Mark. Mike. Hey, you don't do the editing. <laughs> you don't hear these people eating biscuits in the background and this regular click, 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 which is probably your headphones again. <laughs> I was just taking some paracetamol. No, that was then. I'm on about every week. <laughs> I'm sensing a degree of irritation. Oh, before we start then, mm-hmm. I've obviously seen this episode. Uh, no, Alan hasn't. I watched it yesterday. You watched it, did you? Oh, yeah. I did my homework. I didn't know I had homework. <laughs> <laughs> this might actually work better if, you know, fresh to it. But we'll see how we go. Not unusual, is it, for Alan, at least, to come in rather cold, even though I watched it when it was broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I can't remember this one. Yeah, but if I watched it when it was broadcast, it would have been about Wednesday. <laughs> Well, like I said, I was waiting for this show. There are so many other brand new shows come on that I want to watch, but I'm, I'm just going to put to one side. Surprising amount of time travel series on at the moment as well. Don't yeah. spoil anything on me. Well, I haven't seen them yet. I haven't seen them in the future either. I thought you were indicating something about this. I don't even know the premise, so tell me nothing. Okay then. Right then. Um, not even sure if this actually got a talk sequence. Can't remember. It doesn't, does it? Just got a brief. Maybe go straight into it. Yeah, so luckily there's no real episode trivia to go on because IMDb is remarkably empty at this present time. Quite a silent beginning. A nice view, hasn't it, to begin with? Shush, shush, shush. And now I know not to expect much to happen. 
Well, it depends what... You... Oh. Okay, then. <laughs> Are we ready? Ready. Ready. Three, two, one, click. Ooh. And we're in Travellers Season 1, Episode 1. The episode is called Travellers. Now, this is a very interesting building, because to begin with, I wasn't actually sure if it was actually a ship or not. It does have that sweeping wave-like look to it, doesn't it? Hmm. Almost clean, and the table looks really young. Now, this is one of the central characters in the episode, in the series. Marcy Wharton, played by Mackenzie Porter, Canadian actress. See, I gotta leave early tonight. You gonna be all right alone? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Don't forget to take your break, girl. You work too hard. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Bye, Toy. Obviously, we learn what this building is, but it's one of the weirdest buildings I've ever seen. Mm. You're a big girl now. Coffee. Oh, what do I sense? Something bad's gonna happen to her. Because you've seen a lot of television. <laughs> yes, uh, she's been accosted by some, well, not youths, men really. They make me wonder what she was being squirted with. <laughs> was it just water or was it something else like they're going to try and burn her alive? Yeah, that's my impression that it was some sort of accelerant and that she was a target. Because, first of all, I thought it was a canister that was thrown, but it wasn't. It's a handbag. So, because I, I thought it's like, like a little jerry can with a nozzle, and it's like, oh, no, it's not. Ooh. That's oh, Yeah. I mean, initially, you, you'd think maybe the other woman was the, the main character. Yes, yeah, so this is where it got interesting. Yeah. And I, I didn't know much about this episode. I didn't read any of the blurbs. I wanted to be surprised. Yeah. Well, I didn't either. I, I briefly heard of Travellers and that it'd be a good series and that it was coming soon, but I hadn't heard anything about it properly. just said it was a new science fiction programme. And when it got, you know, Netflix released all these things that it picks yeah. up. And I thought, hmm, I'll have a look at that. And completely forgot about it because this was like in April. Yeah, I don't like these guys. Mm. <laughs> David, give that to me! David, give that to me! David! Ah! Oof. This is where it gets interesting, because you've now... Because you were told the time in the first little bit of text, recorded yeah. death, and now it's <laughs> down in seconds. <laughs> and you're thinking, well, it didn't sit to that odd. Mm. Obviously, the blow to the head on the step, concrete steps by the look of it. Four, three, two, one, dead. And one, two, and that, you go, what? <laughs> it's just like, huh? Okay, what's happening? And she gets up, no hesitation. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. Completely different speech pattern. <laughs> just like, go on, get him. Yes, I think... Ow. Who <laughs> was a bad boy? Anybody else think of Agent May? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're introduced to the character. She's 
got some sort of learning disorder. Not anymore, she doesn't. Not anymore, no. I'm sensing perhaps these are people who come in and transfer their consciousness into people at time of death. I don't think you'd be far wrong. Well, the premise is fairly obvious. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it doesn't take long to figure that out. Especially no, that's and... good. I appreciate the fact that make it obvious while at the same time being subtle. <laughs> By the second person now, we're only, what, a few minutes in, and it's just like, okay, yeah, you can see the pattern, so anyone who's not used to this sort of program can easily identify what's going on. You're a CH for you. If you make it too difficult, people are just going to switch off. Mm. You can stay down. Shut up! Should have stayed down. This is Trevor Holden, played by Jared Abrahamson. Oh, that looked painful. <laughs> and the other fighter is Marcus Aurelio. He's a stuntman, works a lot on Arrow. you got to wonder at this point, is the actual entry of the other consciousness the thing that kills them? It definitely seems traumatic. Oh, he looks dangerous now. Okay, first one got up and was a fighter. This one was a fighter. I concede the fight. Ah, <laughs> a little bit different. Yes. Okay, then. Do we need to cut it? Uh, Something completely different. <laughs> Okay, so someone's gone OD. Ah, final. <laughs> I said 11.35 and then suddenly jumped. Well, it takes a while, doesn't it? But that's at 11 minutes 35 seconds and it suddenly jumped to 30 seconds. Well, yeah, I suppose it could start sequence there, but this drug has to take its, take its toll. Literally, don't die the moment they inject it. This is Philip Pearson, played by Riley Dolman. He made a experience in Stargate Universe. I presume the drug is still having an effect. Or your man actually had a stroke before he could take the drug, because I don't think he got to inject. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah uh, probably better not stay around here. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I didn't know it would cut with bleach. Yeah, maybe my mate's coming in. In a way, I got a vibe of Sensei, you know, the multiple characters yeah. being introduced. Yeah, but it doesn't start with Dalhammer shooting herself in the head. And of course, I don't think you can miss the comparison with the Continuum either. Obviously, both Canadian productions, similar style. Yeah. Well, to be honest, especially as things go on, it reminded me more of Odyssey 5. I haven't seen that for a while. Mm. It's going back a bit now. Um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of more than anything. And especially as the episode went on, it's just like, yep, definitely reminds me of Odyssey 5. You're not coming in like that. You promised Jeff. Come on, Carly, don't make me mad. I gotta take a pass. Carly Shannon, played by Nesta Cooper, recently been in Heroes Reborn. Mm. 
her good-for-nothing boyfriend, Jeff Conacher, played by J. Alex Robinson. What's supposed to be here when you drink? Why is he crying? He's just hungry. Well, then give him something to eat. I'm warming it up. Yes, an abusive boyfriend, unfortunately. Mm. What is this shit? It's baby food. He's a baby, Jeff. Oh! Don't talk to me like I'm an idiot. The interesting thing is, you see very few shows, you get people see people taking blows to the head. That kind of thing is actually usually fatal. Well, your head does rather contain one of the most vital organs in the human body. I do like that <laughs> zero when it starts again. Mm. And the alien script, it looks alien script. That could leave you an opening to where the show was going. And just like the others, slightly different look in her eye. Listen, I'm sorry. You make me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you make me crazy. Oh, that is... <laughs> Gas losing. All right. I'm going. Yeah, let's walk away. Rather fitting. Ah, there we go. <laughs> the title sequence. I knew there was one. A lot of those characters seem familiar. Not the English ones, obviously, that I'm talking about. But I couldn't quite think where they came from. Maybe ten minutes in, though. Rather proud of himself. <laughs> You'll recognise a very familiar face. Actually, two familiar faces. Yeah. Ruick. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's never seen this before. He probably expects how he pronounces English. Yay. Terrible. The headache wake you. And that is William MacDonald. He's been in Stargate Universe and Stargate Atlantis. Mm. Terrell's character didn't get a name, but believes she's his mother. Yes. The doctors are more concerned with his concussion. You blew your chance at a scholarship, Superstar. You better start learning to flip burgers. All right. You scoot upstairs, get ready. They wanted to see you again in the morning. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> the look on his face. Although I suppose she could be his stepmother. Or maybe just a teenager. Thank you, Mom. Who the hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, kid, have a biscuit. Bing, not Google. I like that. <laughs> How to care for an infant. <laughs> <laughs> Open wide. Oh, hang on. Got the jitters. James Robbins, the production designer. He worked on all the Stargate series. So she's the only... She has actual access. Access to what? Currently, this is the... I suppose you'd call him the tech guy. Setting up the means of communication. Eric McCormack, a producer. Not unusual these days to have stars of shows actually producing as well. Tried to find you at the university. I'm Detective Gower. Gower? Your roommate passed away last night. You don't seem surprised. Of course, another familiar face. Yep, Gary Chalk, a.k.a. Colonel Chekhov. 
recently was in Arrow as well. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? And that's not the only Stargate ah, cast member to be in Arrow either. Yes, written by Brad Wright. Is she wearing anything? Not a lot. Nope. <laughs> David? Yeah. Patrick! Oh, that's <laughs> not appropriate. Marcy, put some clothes on. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> put some clothes on. <laughs> that's not what I was expecting. Be your boyfriend, Marcy. We, we talked about this. Now, David obviously knows her to be this other woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened? Uh, I fell. And you just went home? Oh, kiddo. Are you okay? Does it hurt? I'm fine. Well, I know going to the doctor is not your favorite thing in the world, but... That's a... That's a nasty cut. Huh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That works as well. Yeah, it's a big grin on Patrick's face. <laughs> Put some underwear on. Maybe some underwear. No, if we are to assume that these are different minds in these bodies, they have to face the consequences of who they've jumped into. Because your prints were found on both syringes. I was there, but then I left. Because you knew he was going to OD. Now, Philip here, drug user. His friends died. The cops placed him at the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, a phone call to 911 could have saved his life. And he's obviously being affected by the drugs. Well, the cop doesn't know as he died as well. Well, <laughs> when the body leaves the scene, you assume it's not dead. Is <laughs> it green? I don't have a drug problem. I know who your dealer is. I know how much you buy every week. I know who your friends are, and I know where you're from. You have no idea where I'm from. You inject somebody with AOD. That's manslaughter. I have the right to court-appointed legal counsel, yes? I'm sure you don't want to call your parents instead. Obviously someone that's educated. Or knows the system. Mm. You think you're sick now, when your lawyer shows up. Funnily enough, Gary actually looks a hell of a lot smaller in mm. this show than he did in Arrow. I don't know if it was the fatigues and what he was wearing, but he was rather big in Arrow. You know, the naked thing, that that was weird, but otherwise you're handling this amazingly well. I'm surprised he hasn't noticed anything, because the speech pattern is totally different. Mm-hmm. You might blame the head trauma. Well, that's why he's told her to go get checked out. There's no point wasting time sitting on a bus. It's just me. It can be anything at all. That's an awfully roomy bus. I think I got your favourite. Police were forced to use tear gas to disperse a crowd shortly after not guilty verdict was announced out... <laughs> That's not in a. I'm a big girl now. Hmm. He's coming on what the? <laughs> now he's a bit suspicious. <laughs> yeah. It's still bugging me what those characters are. Well, I assume they've, they've spent the time to actually design them in themselves rather than appropriate somebody else's. Yeah, it just looks familiar. That's the thing, and it's bugging me what it is. It's because it's such a new show, there's not much out there, so I couldn't find anything. Daddy's coming. And here's the star of the series, Eric McCormack, probably best known for his starring role on Will and Grace. Oh, yeah. Also been in the series Perception, which ran for about three or four years. Yeah, I saw the first series of that one. Canadian actor playing Grant McLaren. Can't you handle it? I'm all over Jonas Walker. I'm in court today and tomorrow. What's the flag? Potential cell. Encrypted communication in the deep web. 
I have no idea what I'm looking at. Alice who flagged it is hoping that they're just gamers of some kind. Who travel, apparently. Those GPS coordinates correspond to an abandoned building downtown. His partner is Guy Forbes, played by Arnold Pinnock. He's been in once upon a time and listener. Oh, shit. I'm late. It's probably nothing, but... I, I got it. I'll let you know. Have fun in court. <laughs> Always have fun in court, as long as you're not the defendant. You didn't coach her. No amount of coaching can do that. And then we, we learn a bit of the background of Marcy. I wonder how much of this you can actually hear through that piece of glass. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dr. Grace Lee, played by Olivia Cheng. She's been in Supernatural and the Marco Polo series. Which brings us back to Miracle. I think just about every person that I've seen so far in this episode has actually appeared in Supernatural. <laughs> Got a kid watch. That's the thing. These Canadian characters, especially sort of ones that tend to do a lot of small characters, they tend to appear in most of the science fiction <laughs> series that come out, don't they? Big business, and if you decide to stay in Canada, you're either in Toronto or Vancouver. Mm. Obviously, this is a speech therapist, but uh, it's not that she has trouble with speech. I think she is mentally slow, mm-hmm. and that's her most obvious defect. If she's a speech therapist, why has she got a um, stethoscope around her? I've been her caseworker since her release. That was over a year ago. My case in point. Yeah, good point. Probably a GP or other specialist then. You see her four or five times a week. She's saying she played me. The most innocent soul I've ever met. Played the system. Fooled me too. Uh-oh, you're in trouble now. She takes a more violent approach. You're... Uh... Yeah, nothing better than having concrete evidence mm-hmm. of what you were like beforehand. And I like the how this plays out. She looks shocked. Now, said Mary. Well, we can assume that this wasn't by accident. These people were picked, chosen. Because hmm. they'd known times of death. Do you remember that? It was just a few months ago. Exactly. I don't understand. Neither do we like to find out what else you don't remember the problem with that is that she doesn't remember what she doesn't remember I'm here let's start with yesterday she's got big eyes Mm. at the library good that's what stunned me the fact that was a library with about what 40 or 50 books in the whole building yeah we can assume that people drop the kids off in the foyer Mm. and go into some highly restricted archives and can you name one of those people David to do research. He's a reporter. Mercy, stop. Busted. Oh, dear me. <laughs> the looks on their faces, they know something's totally wrong. And she's beginning to understand it as well. Going there to do research for a newspaper I work for. Those are all part of a profile page that we made up. That's my profile. We created it as an exercise. So I could teach you about social media and other things about the world. So when whoever it is that's inhabiting that body chose her, based it on a social media profile, and it was totally fake. I'm not a reporter. I'm your social worker. Yes, you can panic now. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that... I'm just trying to understand. Oh, okay, that's a bit dramatic. And then you, it's just like, okay, is that being put on, or...? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, they could probably think that. It's very hard to fake a seizure. Can't think of another lie, so... Now, this bit's interesting, because, of course, he's looking up, like, it's very... He's appreciating what's around him. Yeah, daylight, sunshine, fresh air. You didn't answer yourself. <laughs> Who's this? Who's this? What did they say? I have a concussion. Oh, no. Will you be able to play in the game next week? And the doctor said that if I hadn't walked away from the fight, I might have died. It's probably not a good idea to do that sort of cave fighting when you are an athlete. Or indeed, an athlete. You can only get concussed so many times in your life. No. What? Oh, yes. Oh. Who's been a good boy? You've been a good boy. <laughs> He's got to do this. I've got a concussion. <laughs> be gentle. Please, stop. I just don't think that we should. Are you breaking up with me? No. <laughs> wow, that was a leap, wasn't it? <laughs> you turned down sex, so you're obviously breaking up. She's a teenager. She's dramatic. Some more things about myself. You're gay? The doctor said that a concussion as bad as this can cause changes in personality and memory loss. That the only treatment is time, that in time I'll be the person I was before the concussion. I need you to help me remember who that person is. You want me to help you find yourself? Trev, that is so beautiful. Well, last time we did this. No, oh, slow down, woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take it you're not Letitia. Wrong file. Go ahead, have a seat. Aha. Uh-huh. Mr. Ian Tracy. Another actor who's been on Stargate, played Smith in Prometheus. This character doesn't have a name for some reason. He looks very grizzled. Oh, yes. He starred in Continuum, where he played, well, depending on how you look at it, your father, the grandfather, dad, the son. He was all things to all people in that show. Yeah. Oh, him. Yeah. It's difficult to recognise him without all the ticks. Because he, of course, appeared with... Um, oh, complete brain freeze. So many people from Stargate with Sanctuary. Because he was um, Adam Worth in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of a bad guy for a bit. Yeah, he was a bit good, bit bad, depending on what was going on. Yeah, depending upon circumstances. Sums up Rush, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flexible character. Rush is just shades of black. If I tell you information, it can help us both. Absolutely. What? Not the most ethical public defender. Oh, he's back. I'm so sorry. Of course you are. Of course you are. This is a repeat cycle of abuse thing. Come on. You love... You love making up after we fight. That wasn't a fight. You struck me. No, I'm pretty sure that's not the first time. Hmm. From now on, you'll be allowed to see your son once a day for one hour. Time to be arranged. I see him when I want to see him, Carla. Also, you'll provide proper financial support. Oh my god, he's not even paying his share. <laughs> yeah. Let me make it up to you. What do you want me to do? Do what you're supposed to do hey. as a father. Yeah, be a father. Change Jeffrey's diaper. Yeah, I'd fear for the child's life, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, for a court appointed lawyer, how the hell is he doing a five series? Well, it may not be a new one. <laughs> or is he just doing some pro bono work as a community release program? You got out quick? What'd they tell you? They didn't say anything, they just let me go. Come here, come here, come here for a The problem with being a gambler is occasionally you win. That allows you to buy nice things. 
then you need the ability to keep winning so you don't have to sell those nice things. Mm-hmm. And as you can tell now, he has actually won, so it could be a very new car. Yeah. And the bets were so stupid I had to go to three different bookies. I wouldn't have even done it if you hadn't fronted me the cash advance. It's all here, by the way. With interest, credit cards in there. Go ahead, take it. Come on, come on. Hang on. This is how you get picked up for curb crawling. You gotta tell me. Don't tell him anything. Do I still have attorney-client privilege? Oh, yeah, sure, whatever, yep, yep. I'm from the future. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, I get it, you can't tell me. And he told him the truth. Because some things people will not believe. The cops are gonna be all over you. We gotta look after each other here. <laughs> yeah, I-, I need more wins. Speaking of which, there's a little something extra in there for you from the lockup. Just a little taste so you don't get sick. Yes, it's the Nirvana for a gambler, isn't it? Somebody who actually can give him winning bets. Yeah, probably a hit or something. Days of 12 Monkeys as well with the, uh, you know, looking at the Earth, which is clearly in a heap, wherever they're from. I'm pretty sure at some point we'll see where they're from in an episode. Yeah. Ah, sorry, I just tweaked when you said Patrick, it's the guy from Continuum with the future soldier in the latter season. Yes? Well, he, he was in one episode of Continuum, but he's in Stargate Universe as Volker. He's been in uh, Atlantis. So he's not, is that one of the future soldier guys from from the latter end of Continuum? No. No, he wasn't in Continuum. He was in Continuum. He, he wore he? that golden, wore uh, Kira's suits, didn't he? Gave him uh, all the power. And he went to a vigilante, form-fitting, and just not, mm. uh, didn't look as good on him as it did on Kira. I doubt anything did. Listen to me. I have important work to do. At the library? No, not at the library. This is all happening for a reason. Okay. How about I go get the doctor and we talk about this? Thank you. Okay. Interesting relationship these pair have got. Some might say he crosses the bounds a bit. Not too much. Not taking any liberties. Yeah. They're communicating with people, but I presume the communication is one way. He's using a surface tablet, really? Obviously, it's not that secure encryption, whatever they're using, if uh, this mob can access it. Oh, not just that. It's just like, it always makes me laugh how people think things actually are on the internet and like the dark web always reminds me of, like hackers <laughs> it's just like so far every truth. technique used in hackers is valid it's just the displays that are wrong yeah <laughs> people just think it looks all pretty and it's just like no it's just command lines and things like that 30 seconds of code normally takes uh, 48 hours to actually debug before it works yeah gotta admit it's making me curious i want to set up the chat room was arrested and released on a technicality might save time if you contact the arresting officer. Name's Gower. Okay. Right and early. Oh, hello. What are you doing in front of the computer? Marcy, what are you doing here? I was just at your apartment. I've been worried sick. I didn't know where else to go. Look, at least she's dressed conservatively at this moment. Polo neck and that dress. Tell me. I can't. Even if her breasts are hurt. Has she taken the sutures out of her head? Yeah. Bit much, wasn't it? I'd have probably left them in. 
Know that I'm playing a small part in something that's important. What does that even mean? I couldn't explain it if I tried. Please. Just trust me anyway. Interesting shadow he's got. Mm. Where's the light for that thing? Look, you're gonna trust her. We know you are. No. Okay, this is the first thing I'd probably do, but no. <laughs> oh. Actually, hasty market. It's just the way that H is phrased, it looks like nasty market. <laughs> I wonder if that's a deliberate front choice. Oh, do you have to do all the legwork yourself? And you got any minions? Is FBI. Morning, sorry to bother you so early. I'm Special Agent Grant McLaren with the FBI. FBI? Really? <laughs> Hello? Really? <laughs> Let me show you this again. You look a bit scruffy for FBI, to be honest. You need an aircut. Kind of raised a flag in our system. Please tell me this is not about internet porn. No, not porn. At least I, I don't think so. No, this is... <laughs> Unless it's extreme internet porn, the FBI normally doesn't call on you for that. Yeah. Is he a gamer by any chance? Video games? Uh, that's all he ever does. That and the other thing. Well, he is also an athlete at school. He's not like, like he's a shut-in. Mm. And he's got a reasonably hot girlfriend as well, so yeah. he's doing something right. You don't really have to be worried about him at this point. Some of people comment on the first time visits, you just see flags everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Well, if you don't, you're unpatriotic. A little bit of domestic bliss with Marcy. I'm not sure people would approve. Hey. Why is this body all so tired? This body? Well, maybe because it works nights. This body just made breakfast. It's very kind. And you're naked again. <laughs> okay. Serious. Seriously. How about you get dressed before joining me? Mm. She is making him rather uncomfortable. David. Seriously, Marcy. Intelligent conversation at this point ain't gonna happen. I would. Hey, as long as you're not an assassin or a Hollywood actress researching a character. Those are the... Two worst case scenarios I came up with while I was laying awake all night. Well, the actress probably not. The assassin that still up in the air. Obviously, he doesn't read or watch much science fiction, then, does he? No. Otherwise, he'd just call her Chloe. <laughs> does anyone have any ringtone other than that one? Legally <laughs> mandated to have that ringtone. Well, we'll give you the phones as long as you play the default ringtone. Philip Pearson, yeah, that's him. Well, I guess you heard he won the lottery yesterday, huh? Oh, you mean he had to drop the charges? No, I mean he won the freaking lottery. Six numbers out of seven, 92 grand in change. <laughs> he did what? <laughs> 92, is that all? That's not much of a lottery, is it? What is it, just a lottery for the high street? I think there's probably multiple lotteries that they can do. Like um, here in the UK, the, the, um, there's a few of them now. And um, with six or seven... You could have multiple people when it's like the it's like five out of six. That's the thing is by making sure he didn't get the full amount, he doesn't draw attention to himself. True. Didn't think of that. Low profile. Easy money. You're welcome to stay while I'm at work. There's nothing in the fridge, so I left uh, you. I'll be up before you get home. I'd like to come back though tonight if that's alright. It'll be late though. Who's top she wearing? Uh, <laughs> is he starting to read signals as in you keep showing me yourself naked? That means you must want sex. <laughs> you know, is he misogynistical? Patrick has a knack for the worried and concerned expression. What? What's going to happen? Bad things. Yes, <laughs> don't go to this... When was this on? Uh, a few days ago. How many days ago? Uh, 17th. 
I really do feel sorry for David. He's really stuck between the rock and the hard place. He cares for Marcy, but doesn't really know how to handle the situation. You're Batgirl, aren't you? Ah. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Bye. I just haven't got a cape. She obviously didn't get the remark either. No. <laughs> huh? Which doesn't say a lot for the future if they haven't even got superheroes or Marvel's not around. DC. If that's not around, you know, it's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. I watch it Wednesday. Right. Do you live here alone? With my son. How old is he? Just over a year. So no criminal record? I like this. Sorry. I probably know the answer to this, but you don't happen to have plans for later tonight downtown. No. No plans. You don't sound very sure. Distraction. Diversion. I was trying to decide if you were asking me out. Puts him on the defensive. Uh, no. Me, I'm, I'm busy tonight. Thanks for your time. How much about this does he know? We've seen everything he's been privy to. So far, they've just got messages. Ah, jealous. Oh. And a cop. Which is disturbing if if he got through the psychiatric testing and whatnot. uh, (laughs) Psychological testing. But then again, you know, a little brutality in your police force is to be desired at times. Yeah, but usually from your white officers. Affirmative action. Is that music deliberately distorted or is it the quality of the video I think it's this is a montage type thing well there you go McLaren is either a very very good FBI agent or they've made it way too easy to track them online they might not be able to tell exactly what they're saying or what it means but they've tracked their IP addresses which is very careless that kid looks way too young to be in high school yeah (laughs) I was thinking that he looks about 10 He's obviously very uncomfortable with it. And I do like that. Oh, she's put something together. Oh, what was uh, that George Clooney? Tomorrowland. He had a clock like that, didn't he? Yeah. Do your laces up. Good God. You're going to trip and fall. I know literally nobody yes, ever tripped and fall and actually fall and <laughs> stumbled maybe, but actually falling flat in the face over an open lace. <laughs> Hello. Yes, it's me. I'm watching you. This is <laughs> Teenagers. Just like, what the? How did, he, how did he get that height onto the bonnet of the car? I've seen skateboards jump up on a few steps, but that's two or three feet. It depends if there's a ledge near the car, but... Didn't look like there was a ledge near the car. On the other shot, there's just, like, nothing around it. So it's just like, yeah, how did he get up there? What do you want in return? Today's bet. You can't do it. Well, yesterday you gave me three, now I'm only asking you for one. Yesterday was an emergency. Today is kind of an emergency for me. And you are a very bad gambler. Yeah, I'm a bad gambler. And obviously, he's getting a bit desperate, which is not unusual for addictive personality. Ooh, you're driving fast. That's scary. Maybe you'd like to think about it. Get out. Not the worst threat. It's not like he exactly wanted to lift anyway. <laughs> Now, this has always annoyed me. Any police officer should be able to run 100 metres in 12 or 13 seconds. 
or run a mile if he has to. I think he's technically a detective, so they don't have the same fitness requirements. Where are you going? Out. For that guy? Oh, this guy is a... Jesus. Oh, he's a peach, isn't he? Jealous, man? Yeah. Guy in a suit knocked at the door and left ten seconds later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, damn it. Last warning. You want to keep your thumb? Okay. Ow. <laughs> Try again. Oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> and he put the boot in at least. Oh, that's it. Take he's his car. That's even better. <laughs> Bye. Barely walk. <laughs> it's just the way that she just like threw him around. Yeah, like, on, that that guy is overweight, out of shape, and there's no way he should have been able to keep up with him. Well, he may still have the jitters. He's been a druggie. Yeah, could be. So he may not be too great a shape himself. Perhaps all these businesses actually locked their door to the alleyway. If I had to climb that fence, I was going to have a heart attack. Ah, uh, this is where we learn quite a bit about how this works. You're having one right now. Oh, shut up. I just need to catch my breath, that's all. And we see most of these people have got compassion. They may not go out of the way, but they think about it. Maybe you're right. My phone, it's in the car. Help me. I can't, Mr. Gower. Let's find someone with a phone. I can't, I'm sorry. You can, I, I won't come after you, I promise. You're supposed to die this afternoon. Oh, no, you don't know, you... <sighs> I knew the moment that I heard your name. I just didn't know that I would be here. Call 911 and go. Because we considered you as a host. The heart attack was inevitable within days. I do like the way he is holding his arm. They usually say you get pain in your arm if you're having a heart attack. Yeah. Because often on TV you just see that they're grabbing their chest. It's just like, well, usually you'll get pain in your arms. So I thought it was good that actually done that. No, you're not. No. You can tell by the expression on his face. <laughs> it's just like, nope. <laughs> And it makes a difference the fact that he knows this guy. Probably not just a face on a computer screen or, you know, some database. Yeah, it's obvious that by this point they've obviously got to know the people and got to know them well. And that's interesting. It's like the body was saying, you need this drug. Mm. A very old phone. Yeah, it didn't quite fit in with the apartment, which looked reasonably modern. Yeah, because it's the old finger dial tones. Yeah, rotary phone as well. Which you can, you can get USB ones. You can, I know you can still get them. There's not a lot of people actually use them because they like a lot of the, the facilities a digital one provides. Mm. Oh, yeah, as you said, doesn't really fit in with the rest of it. I didn't see it. Not a problem. I'm just following up on a chat room message that was sent from your IP address last night. You mean my computer? Right. Tell me, you have plans to meet anyone tonight downtown on the 12th floor of an abandoned building by 1117? No. Why? Why would I do that? That's very specific, 12th floor of this building. I love this bit. But sometimes I let my, my neighbours use my Wi-Fi, maybe that's... Um... Well, that's a federal offence, Mr. Miller. Even I went, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I like him. That, that's the sort of thing I would do. <laughs> that's the sort of thing a government would do, though. If defendants started getting off with, somebody used my Wi-Fi, they probably would make it a criminal offence not to password protect your own Wi-Fi, which you should do, of course. Unless you want to be nosy to see what they're doing. Well, you always can see what's, see what's around, don't you? <laughs> An abandoned building? That's a remarkably good repair. 
well, we don't know how long it's been abandoned for. Thing is, people say abandoned, people automatically think sort of years or decades derelict, but it could just be abandoned sort of a few weeks ago because someone went bankrupt or something. Different countries have regulations how an abandoned building should still be maintained. Yeah, states doesn't. Might depend on the states you're in. Yeah, local statute. Yeah, but like here in the UK, anything that's abandoned tends to be boarded up and secured um, these days. Very given value secured. So the abusive ex-boyfriend, police officer, arrives on his bike. Decent car, decent bike, obviously earning decent money. Not paying child support probably helps quite a bit. It looks like everybody we've met in this episode so far is uh, converging on this derelict building. For what? Who knows? That was not secure. Yeah, I'm not sure the uh, yellow tape would stop anybody falling down an elevator shaft. That's prime scene tape. If this was DSR Miami, Caruso would just be taking off his sunglasses and saying, and somebody's going down. I just thought it said clear, like keep clear. I know, caution. Oh, okay. It's, bi- it's Big Bang Theory tape. <laughs> yeah. Nice camera shot, seeing them both on the stairwell. Anything is, you would have thought he would have looked up and seen somebody and else. You'd have thought he would know better at this point. Now he looks up. <laughs> Bit too late. Well, this coffer doesn't seem to be the brightest spot, does he? His pride's driving him more than anything else. He hasn't got the good sense to wash his hands of it. Oh, he put his fingerprints. And footsteps would echo like something in this building. Mm. Yep. Okay, 12 flights to the top. Good on you. And not much to see, though. Now it gets dark. And where's the lights coming from? If it's an abandoned building, why is there power? <laughs> Which all gets answered. All the history is clear. Deleted a browser history. <gasps> Shocking. Oh. Oh. And why did his laptop go off? It has a battery. Yeah, that's a good point. There should have been some illumination from the screen of the laptop. Well, that's your torch gone. Caution, it says. And <laughs> long way down. Gotcha. Watch the gun. <laughs> I saved your life. Come on, mate. <laughs> well, why is he walking along with the torch? What he's doing with the torch is if he goes into a dark building, what he's doing with the torch is he's making himself a target. Shoot here. I've always wondered the same thing when you see military laser lights. We've been waiting for you. Uh-huh. Where's the social worker? David isn't one of us. One of us. One of your travelers from the future, Agent McLaren. In our time, many years from now, humanity's been all but wiped out. We've come back to change that. By what? Come on, don't leave us hanging. So there's definitely more than these few. Could be global then. Because I'd already thought this was a bit like Odyssey 5, and then hearing that, it's just like, yeah, definitely reminds me of Odyssey 5. Oh, it couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. 60 seconds. Till what? In the future, we've developed a technology that allows a traveler to project his or her conscious mind into a host body by knowing the precise time, elevation, latitude and longitude of their death. Yeah, there's not many of us, but we've got bloody great technology. Well, not just that, you've got bloody good records. 
just like you try and find out when someone died. Now, when people aren't about other people, just like how would you know the exact time? And then people's watches could be slightly off and everything else. Just like, yeah, you're extremely good record keeping. That's the body of Jonas Walker. Rooftop sniper. We stopped him from going on a shooting rampage, just as you tried and failed to do between 11.14 and 11.17. 20 seconds. We know the events of tonight because for us, they've already happened. Just as we know that during a blackout on this night at 11.17, in pursuit of Jonas Walker, Special Agent Grant McLaren fell 45 meters down an open elevator shaft to his death. This sort of explains why some of the parts of the building could have power, as if he was using it as a hideout in order to plan. That would be why some areas had light, I thought. Okay. Now, do you believe or not? <laughs> Your mind's blown. I think that was actually his phone, not a torch. I think he's using his phone as a torch. That would indicate then that, A, they can jump into people just the moment before they die, or any time before they die. The process does wipe out the host consciousness. Yeah. I see we all made it. Let's begin. That's a little bit ominous. Everything that we've seen so far is leading to the point where their team is now complete. And whatever mission they're on, now they've got to do it. They're obviously picking people who won't affect certain other things in their history. But it's just like, why choose in such a close manner when things obviously go extremely bad because you're going to change your history anyway. You would think there would be some skill, ability, access they would require. If you're talking about saving the world, saving the human race, then obviously an FBI agent would come in handy. Mm. Somebody within the government, within the military, what we've seen are reasonably ordinary people. Now, so far, the communications we've seen look possibly just be between the people who have already transferred here. It doesn't look like it's going into the future. We see it going into the future. Well, we don't know that. We, they could have been confirming the date and the time and place with each other. Yeah, and they said there were thousands of them. Yeah, I don't think it is with the future. I don't think it's all Terra Nova sort of thing, where they've got something that allows them to talk to the past, to the future. But Obviously, you, you could communicate with the future by leaving something in a database which would be read in 50,000, 10,000 years. Or 12 monkey style. Yeah, then it's do they have, they've got the ability to send a consciousness back, but that doesn't mean they've got the ability to send simple electronic data back. Actual method transferring a consciousness could rely on a living soul, if you will. You know, like, you know, you can't send, the Terminator could come back, but you couldn't just send a book back. Yeah. We'll find out a lot more as the series goes along. Mm -hmm. But a pretty decent series opener. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting one. Certain aspects of it reminded me of a few different. TV series sort of merged into one sort of to me is like Odyssey 5 Continuum and Terra Nova so yeah I'm definitely going to watch the second episode with any new show they're kind of getting put into categories before they even start I was reading a few not reviews just general discussion board you know when this was announced because I was looking for an actual air date on Netflix you know and half of people saying oh cheap sci-fi Canadian made sci-fi on Netflix Netflix is going down you know the sci-fi channel route but then again, if you make something like Daredevil or Luke Cage, reasonably expensive shows, time and money devoted to them, you've got to kind of counter that with something maybe a little bit cheaper, a little bit more mainstream, run-of-the-mill. 
And that's not a bad thing, especially Canadian television. They can come out with some very unique programming. A lot of it doesn't make it across the border to America. Yeah. So a tie-in showcase, premier rights in Canada, global distribution by Netflix is excellent for the producers of this show. I don't think there's anything worse than trying to sell your series piecemeal across the world. It's very difficult to do, I imagine. Whereas you can sell it to Netflix, probably wouldn't make as much money, but you're going to get a lot of people watching it. Yeah, it's, it's a big distribution over so many countries. And just this year alone, they've gone into another, I'm trying to think, I've seen at least five different countries in the last few months. Yep. Right, a little bit of trivia for this series, Travellers. Premiered in Canada, October the 17th, 12 episode first season. Brad Wright created, as I mentioned, he also created SG-1, SGA and Universe. Lots of tie in there. He also wrote this episode. It was directed by Nick Huron, an English director. He's worked on Doctor Who, Sherlock, and he did the three-part sci-fi series Childhood's End. So there was some serious talent behind the scenes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoughts, Alan? I want more. Ah, good. On Netflix, you can watch it when you're over in Finland. Uh, not thoroughly. They distribute oddly. Okay then, folks, that was the bonus episode for The Travellers. Uh, thank you very much, Steve, for joining us. Yeah, pleasure as always. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Alan. Indeed. Next week is going to be our look at Stargate Atlantis, which will include the results of the uh, listener poll and the prize draw. So hopefully uh, you'll tune in for that, and maybe one or two surprises in the voting poll. If you would, Steve, provide us with some information on your varied podcasting endeavours. You can catch me at com. I've got a Tribbles and XC Star Trek podcast and Frack Stars, which is my Battlestar Galactica podcast. And you can also hear me at a variety of other shows all over the internet. Cheers, Steve. And if you want to contact us about anything Stargate, here are your options. If you do fancy getting in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form, which is on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google Plus and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website. If you have a minute, then a rating or review on either of those services would be most welcome. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released, can also be found on our website, under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on that device to all the shows, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Come try Thank you for joining us. Take care. I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Steve. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.